The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas Radio Network. From the gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Okay, welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Saturday morning. It is Super Bowl Eve in your gaming capital of the world. We're coming to you live and direct from the South Point Studios at the South Point Hotel Casino Complex right here on the fabulous Las Vegas Strip. And I can tell you it's really rocking and rolling now, man. People are really getting pent up and, and, and just like counting down the hours and the minutes now until uh, the Super Bowl 58 here down the street at Allegiant Stadium. In the meantime, they're getting ready here at the South Point. They're starting to decorate out here and all that stuff for the big Super Bowl day. And uh, all I can say, folks, if you're not having plans to go anywhere or certainly to the stadium and uh, mortgage your house to do it, come on down to the South Point. They're going to have big ballrooms open, et cetera. We'll give you more on that a little bit later on. And, of course, the betting action will be uh, hot and heavy right here in the sportsbook behind us. But we're going to talk more about the uh, racing today, that's for sure, because we have a Kentucky Derby leaderboard uh, race up for grabs in the Sam Davis at uh, Tampa Bay. We've got two Kentucky Oaks leaderboard uh, races uh, for the Kentucky Oaks, the uh, Suncoast also at uh, Tampa Bay, and of course the Las Virginas, who was rescheduled from last week to this week after the cancellation. And we also have a race today that will... Uh, Provide a win in your inn for a horse, whoever wins it, to the Preakness Stakes, the middle jewel of the Triple Crown. So we got a lot on our plate. I want to welcome everybody here. If you're watching at uh, YouTube on the South Point Studio uh, label there, the the section there for us, you can see us and hear us. And then while you're there, hit this. Uh, uh, always uh, try to hit the subscribe because uh, if you're not subscribed yet, do it. It is free of charge. Okay. And, of course, all of you listening uh, worldwide on many uh, of the uh, different uh, streamings that we have are uh, streaming at uh, our Race Day Las Vegas sites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, your iPhone, Android, with your KSHP app that you can hear on your devices and certainly anywhere you get your podcasting. And right here in Las Vegas, our anchor radio stations, Sports Talk 1400 AM and 107.1 FM. However, wherever, whenever. Welcome to the show for this Saturday, that's for sure. we got a lot to cover, so we'll try to get to it right away. I'll, I'll just take a quick look at what happened yesterday. Our handicappers did real, real well yesterday. John Lindo gave us a winner in the sixth race at Gulfstream, Naughty Favors. Naughty Favors pay, paid a nice $12.80 to win there. Jonathan Hardoon came a couple of races later with his pick in the eighth race. Future is now, and he got there. Now. Not in the future, but right now. Future is now paid seven forty for the win there. That was two parts of not only the late uh, pick four, but uh, the late pick five as well. All I can tell you is John Lindo was really hot uh, with his sheet at uh, Gulfstream Park over Thursday and Friday. Uh, he had nine winners from 18 top picks on those two sheets. He had four on Thursday and five yesterday. So John was seeing the ball well at Gulfstream Park. That happened yesterday at Gulfstream. Paco Lopez had a couple of winners. Luis Saez also had a couple of winners at Gulfstream. As far as Aqueduct is concerned, uh, Aqueduct, a big pick six, a payoff of $16,809.60. Lucio Ruiz had a couple of winners, and so did uh, Jose Lascano, who accounted for the early double, winning the first and second races there uh, at Aqueduct. At, uh, and it looks like uh, it's going to be great weather there at the Big A as well. So uh, all I can say is, as far as the weather is concerned around the country, 
It's beautiful right now in all the places it needs to be beautiful in. As far as the East Coast is concerned, et cetera, it's going to be great. Uh, there's a lot of action going on through Texas, uh, parts of Louisiana, Arkansas, goes right up through the Midwest and then up to Canada. But right now that front is still far away from the East Coast, so we'll get in uh, some great racing on the East Coast today, hopefully without any off tracks at all. Southern California is finally clear. We'll have racing there at Santa Anita today. So all of the racing uh, jurisdictions uh, that uh, are having uh, racing today live uh, outdoors seems to be in good shape, not a problem there. And I want to remind everybody, too, we got early post times tomorrow because of the Super Bowl. Three racetracks will have early post times tomorrow. Of course, Golden Gate and uh, Santa Anita, the two on the West Coast, will have early posts. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that for tomorrow in our menu. And uh, all I can... uh, I got a lot to do today, and I want to get started with uh, John Nathan Hardoon because uh, we got to get him on and off by the half hour. So what we're going to do right now is go to our first break and get started with this show. I want to remind everybody again, right here and here now in Las Vegas, in case you're coming up for uh, the uh, Super Bowl, it's 41 degrees out. We had rain overnight here, but it's all clearing out now. Everything is fine. We're going to get up to 53, and that's the way the temperatures will be for the next couple of days. In the mornings, high 30s, low 40s. In the afternoon, mid-50s to the high 50s. But, uh, hey, you're going to be indoors anyhow, right? All right, we'll be right back with the Race Day Show. And Jonathan Tardoon, get started with this show right after this. Don't go away. We will return. South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Back on race day on this Super Bowl Eve Saturday, coming to you from the South Point Studios. A lot of energy going on around here, including uh, the Clydesdales that we had here yesterday. The Clydesdale horses made a few bets in the Super Bowl, so we'll wait and see about that. Temperatures are crazy, folks. The East Coast right now is a lot warmer than the West Coast. Like I said, uh, you know, we're not going to get up to maybe 54, 53 degrees today, but we're looking at like... uh, you know, New York, 60 degrees is going to be, you know, come on, Miami, 76. So you can see the cold front is behind all of that weather that's making its way to the East Coast. But like I say, it should be fine for racing conditions today. Let's go to the racing menu of tracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Centers and racetracks around the country. Reminding you, as we always do, the first post times we broadcast on this racing menu every day is that of the Pacific Time Zone. If you're not in it, adjust to it. Don't want you to miss anything at all like I miss mom and dad, okay? And uh, just for your FYI, tomorrow on Super Bowl Sunday, Aqueduct, Golden Gate, and Santa Anita will all start early. Aqueduct, 8.50 tomorrow, Pacific Time. Golden Gate, 11.15 tomorrow, Pacific Time. Santa Anita, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. That's tomorrow. Here's your menu and post times for today. We begin with Gulfstream Park. Gulfstream Park has 12 races. Their feature race today is the Gulfstream Park Turf Sprint. Five furlongs, obviously, on the turf. Four-year-olds and up. Seven go to the post on this one. Seven to five. Favorite there is Cartari, Carlo Tari. Carlo Tari, seven to five with Irad Ortiz Jr. Twelve races at Gulfstream today and a first post time of 9-10. 9-10 first post at Gulfstream. Their uh, pick six jackpot carryover now stands at uh, 20000 Nine hundred and eighty-five bucks. That's the cash in the carryover. Twenty thousand nine eighty-five at Gulfstream. First post time is at nine ten. Aqueduct, the big A in New York. First post time is nine twenty at Aqueduct, and uh, ten races today. Their feature race is the ninth race on the card, the Heavenly Prize. Phillies and mares, four-year-olds and up, at a mile. Uh, the, there's a field of eight going there. And uh, right now at Aqueduct, they say it's mostly sunny, 49 degrees. 
and they have a pick six carryover, $16,809.60. They didn't hit the pick six yesterday at Aqueduct, so the carryover is $16,809.60. And as I say, the ninth race is the feature there. Eight go to the post in that one. No late scratches so far. Eight to five favorite there is Saddle Up Jesse, and that is with uh, Manny Franco Jr. aboard, Manny Franco. And uh, first post time at Aqueduct is 9-20, at Aqueduct. All right, Laurel Park is next. Laurel Park has 10 races, and Laurel Park has, uh, I think, a small carryover going on. Pick six jackpot carryover, $3,200 at Laurel. First post time for their 10 races is at 9-25, 9-25 at Laurel. Next comes Tampa Bay Downs. Big racing today at Tampa Bay. 11 races today, four of them stakes races. They'll roll out like this. The fifth race will be the... Uh, $150,000 Suncoast Stakes. This is uh, this possesses 20 Kentucky Oaks points for the winner. A five, a six go to the post in this one. And your favorite at three to five is Life Talk with Jose Ortiz aboard. He's at Tampa Bay today. Life Talk, three to five in the Suncoast. A couple of races later, the $50,000 Minaret Stakes goes at six furlongs for Phillies and Mares, four-year-olds and up. Got a field of nine. Uh, wide open race, really. Chi-Town Lady is the 5-2 lukewarm favorite there. Then the 8th race will be the $100,000 Pelican Stakes at 6 furlongs for 4-year-olds and up. 8 to the post there. 9-5 to five favorite is Nakatami with Tyler Gaffleone. Tyler Gaffleone is also there at Tampa Bay today. And then the main event, the $250,000 Grade 3 Sam F. Davis at a mile and 16th for 3-year-olds. This is part of the Tampa Bay Derby Series. 20 Kentucky Derby points online for this one. A field of 12. Wide open affair in this one. The morning line favorite sits at 3-1. to one, Change of command with Tyler Gaffleone. All right, 11 races today at Tampa Bay. They've got a nice pick six jackpot carry over there today. $103,048 in the pick six jackpot at Tampa Bay today. First post time, 9.30. Fairgrounds has nine races. Wait and see what the track conditions might be down there. The Fairgrounds has a regular pick six carry over $7,143. And a first post time of 10 a.m. for nine races today in New Orleans. Oak Lawn Park is next. 11 races there. The $150,000 Ozark Stakes is their 10th in feature. Six furlongs for three-year-olds. A field of seven. Seven to five favorite there is Valentine Candy. Ooh, that might be appropriate for this time of the year. Valentine Candy, seven to five. as the favorite there at the Ozark Stakes. That's the 10th at Oak Lawn. First post time for their 11 races set at uh, 10.30. 10.30 first post at Oakland. Then we get to uh, Sunland Park. Now, they've got all quarter horses today, nine quarter horse races. And uh, there, of the nine quarter horse races, there will be, uh, well, I take that back. There's nine races today. There are all nine quarter horse races. The third through ninth race are going to be quarter horse trials. There'll be uh, quarter horse trials for three-year-olds at 400 yards. Sunland Park's first post time is 11.25. 1125 at Sunland Park. They got a couple of small carryovers there. The pick five carryover, regular pick five carryover, by the way, $2,079. They got a super high five carryover of $2,816 at Sunland today. Then we get to Santa Anita, your great race place. Santa Anita back in business today. Ten races, three stakes races. Uh, the first one comes early. Second race, the Palos Verdes at six furlongs for four-year-olds and up. A field of five there. Even money favorite is Big City Lights. Close second choice at 6-5 to five on the morning line is Hopkins. Then we'll go to the Las Virginia Stakes for three-year-old fillies at a mile. This was uh, rescheduled from last weekend's canceled on Sunday to today. Uh, only five go to the post, but it's going to be a competitive five in this Las Virginia. This, of course, holds 20 Kentucky Oaks points in it. And uh, the prohibitive favorite there at even money is Kinza. Six to five on the morning line is Copion, so we might see a good head-to-head battle there in the Las Virginias. And then the $150,000 San Marcos at a mile and a quarter on the turf for four-year-olds and up is the eighth race, a field of six, and the two-to-one favorite there is Miss the Cut with Joel Rosario. Ten races today at Santa Anita, and a first post time of 12.30, 12.30 at Santa Anita. Golden Gate in Northern California has eight races. They're... Uh, Feature race is the seventh, the El Camino Real Derby at a mile and one for three year olds. A field of eight goes there. Two to one favorite is Endlessly with Umberto Rispoli, who's going up there to ride the Southern California Invader. 
This is a win and you're in for the Preakness Stakes, middle jewel of the Triple Crown. Eight races today at Golden Gate. And uh, their first post time with a super high five carryover of $9,453 is set at uh, 1245 Turfway Park has nine races. The Valdale Stakes is their featured six and a half furlongs, three-year-old fillies. That's the seventh on the card. Ten go to the post there. Favorite in that race at two to one is nice as pie. That's uh, Turfway Park. And Turfway Park uh, has, again, a first post time for Turfway at 255 Delta Downs is next. They've got eight races. Their first post time is 3.15. 3.15 at Delta. Charlestown has eight races. Their first post time is 4 p.m. Pick six jackpot carry over there, 37,703. And then we wrap it up with Los Alamitos in Southern California. Los Al has nine races, three mixed breed races, one regular quarter horse race, and then five quarter horse trials for three-year-olds. That makes up the nine races. Their first post time is 6.10, 6.10 at Los Alamitos this evening. And that is your racing menu for today. Let's go to right to Jonathan Hardoon. Jonathan, standing by. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? I'm doing fine, my man. You remember the other day when I was asking about the uh, races that have uh, Kentucky Derby and Kentucky Oaks leaderboard points attached to them, that we were going to go over those races uh, today. There are three of them. And uh, wherever you want to start, my man, we'll do it. It's up to you, Ralph. All right. You're the the <laughs> Let's go then to, to Tampa Bay Downs. Tampa Bay Downs, of course, has uh, two of these uh, three races today. And uh, the first one is the Suncoast Stakes. It's the fifth race on the card at Tampa Bay Downs. And it's a short field of a six there. And you got an overwhelming favorite life talk at three to five. Yeah, and I think she's vulnerable, Ralph. Uh, I like the number two horse in here, Power Squeeze. Uh, this three-year-old filly from the George Delgado barn has four career starts, and she's run real well in each one of them. She's on the improve. Last time out, she ran a big figure going a flat mile at Gulfstream. Now she's going to stretch out. She's listed at 5-2 to two on the morning line, and I think she upsets and beats the four-horse Life Talk, who is three to 3-5 on the morning line favorite. All right, so we're looking at beating that favorite right off the bat. Of course, the big race of the day there at Tampa Bay of the four stakes races is the uh, grade three Sam F. Davis at a mile and 16 for three-year-olds. This is the first in the series of the Tampa Bay Derby series, which is, of course, is a prep for the Kentucky Derby. But this race itself has 20 leaderboard points for the Kentucky Derby uh, leaderboard, and it's a field of 12. And this thing does not look like a heavy favorite should or could be beat because this looks like it's wide open. Yeah, we teased this uh, race yesterday on the show, if you remember, and this is going to be one of my two official radio plays here, Ralph. I love a horse in here. I love the number five horse, No More Time. This is a three-year-old call from the Jose D'Angelo barn. I urge everybody to go back and watch this horse's last race at Gulfstream Park. He was breaking from the rail going a flat mile that day, totally eliminated at the start. He rushed up in the middle of the race, drew a line through that race. Career start number two, he ran a huge figure at Gulfstream as a two-year-old. This horse is making a forward move. He's listed at a ridiculous 10-to-1 on the morning line. I love number five, no more time. Paco Lopez for Jose D'Angelo to win today's Sam Davis stakes, the 10th at Tampa. You know, Jonathan, uh, there's, of course, uh, Tampa Bay uh, is in Florida, and it's not that very far from Gulfstream Park, but some of the jocks that are riding at Gulfstream Park like uh, Tyler Gaffleon, Paco Lopez, uh, Jose Ortiz, and Junior Alvarado all came to uh, are going to uh, Tampa Bay today to ride there, and they have mounts in those races. How do the uh, how do the invaders usually do uh, when they get to Tampa Bay? Well, it's like anything else. Some of them run, some of them don't. And uh, again, this horse I think is going to run big. You have other horses. It's a full field. You're going to get a price. And you, if you decide to play someone else in the race, I'll tell you one thing. The favorites, I think, are vulnerable in that race. And again, I landed on the five no more time. And uh, if you like a 10 to one shot, you run to the window. You don't walk to the window. <laughs> All right, and that is, of course, the Sam Davis is going to be a good race there, and no more time is your selection, not only in the race, but one of your two official selections here on the race day show. And then we'll get to Santa Anita, the Las Virginas, which uh, uh, was supposed to be held last Sunday, but with the cancellation there, they uh, moved the race to uh, today. And there's only five fillies in this race, but it looks like it's going to be a chess game and a good battle between the two favorites. 
Well, I'll give the edge to Copion. I mean, listen, no one knows how good the three is. She ran once. It's Baffert. Obviously, she can improve in career start number two. She stretches out today. I, I think Copion's the horse to beat, and uh, she's not the favorite. The favorite is Kinza. There's another horse in there that's going to be a little bit of a price to two. She's attempts, and I wouldn't uh, dismiss her so quickly. Only question I have with her is she is coming off of Lasix. Mm -hmm. But again, she's the price. She could be the value in the race. But I think Copion is the horse to beat. And, of course, that's the fifth race today at uh, Santa Anita on a 10-race card that features two other stakes races that were scheduled for today as well. And in that fifth race at Santa Anita, you like number four, Copion. Copion to beat the other favorite Kinza in that race. And then maybe uh, she's a Tempest can get in there for a little bit of uh, a juicier exacta, huh? That's the plan. All right. You got it. All right, Jonathan, uh, we're going to go ahead and, um, uh, and get you. We got to go to Aquaduct, Ralph. We're right. excited. Right, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're we're going to wrap up uh, the three races that we wanted to talk about with the uh, points on the leaderboard, both for the Kentucky Oaks and the Kentucky Derby. And you gave us an official of one of your two official picks in that race at Tampa Bay, which uh, is nice and juicy. I like that. But we'll go now to Aqueduct and get your second play. Yeah, let's look at race number eight. Uh, by the way, the weather at Aqueduct today is beautiful. It's in the 50s. There is a snowstorm coming to New York later in the week. So the weather is <laughs> absolutely crazy, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. But the eighth race today, full field of nine there, and I like the number three horse, Narciso Dolly. This is a four-year-old gelding who was claimed two starts back by trainer Chris Englehart. He gave the horse Lasix, and that made all the difference. This horse has improved dramatically in his last two races. He's listed at five to one on the morning line. I like number three, Narciso Dolly, to win today's eighth race at an aqueduct. And again, the name Narciso, not Narcissist, but Narciso Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the three horse in the eighth race at Aqueduct. Jonathan, all I got to tell you, my man, is this. You must have done a lot of work yesterday. You usually have three, maybe four sheets. You have five complete sheets for five racetracks today. They include Tampa Bay, Gulfstream, Santa Anita, Oak Lawn, and of course, Aqueduct. Wow, you did a lot I of still, I started on Thursday, Ralph. I had a uh, couple of requests to do Tampa from some clients, so I figured, what the heck? Well, uh, let's say uh, let's get to work and get that juicy horse in for the uh, for the uh, Sam Davis at Tampa Bay. That's for sure. Hey, thanks a lot, Jonathan. I know you got to go, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy your thanks, weather. Ralph. Enjoy that weather right now because you know what's coming. Well, I know it's coming. All right, thanks. <laughs> Stay a lot, safe and be well. Thanks, Ralph. Oh, Jonathan, real quick, uh, give them a, where they can get all these sheets if they want to. Oh, I'm sorry. He's he's already gone. All right. Well, so much, Jonathan. It's at his uh, website. Anyhow, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, Rich Ang is standing by. We are now hours away. Eh, day and a half, maybe, but we're getting real close to the Super Bowl here. And I'm sure that Richie's got a thought or two as we make our way to the final decisions for the Super Bowl. And don't forget your decision. Right be should be right here at the South Point with all these great parties. We'll talk about that right after this as well. Don't go away. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, especially a Adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. 
Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Back on the Race Day Las Vegas radio program. Look, you got to be here at the South Point if you don't have a ticket to the game. It is the next best place to be. They do it right, and they do it big here at the South Point. Big game parties all over this complex. Every place there's a lounge or a book or a seat, you'll be able to see the big uh, game tomorrow, the Super Bowl. Tomorrow, the Grand Ballroom will be open. The exhibit hall will be open. The Napa room will be open. All the showrooms will be open. Betting windows, self-betting kiosks are available in case you want to take a little action on the game as it's going. And, of course, the great food and drink prices. You're not going to pay an exorbitant amount for anything. After you park your car for free, after you come in the doors for free, and after you get to the party for free, the first thing you'll be doing is uh, enjoying uh, maybe some food and drink at great prices and, of course, uh, the uh, betting as well. Grand Ballroom, Exhibit Hall, Napa Room, all the showrooms, betting windows, self-betting kiosks, and food and drink specials. It's going to be a great day for celebrating the Super Bowl right here at the South Point, and they got lots of room, big room, big ballrooms all over the place. So come on down and join us. We're going to have a lot of fun. All right, and we're going to go to uh, Rich Ang standing by now. Richie, good morning. By the way, the all of the rooms, uh, all these ballrooms and everything open at 1030 tomorrow morning. 1030, they'll pop open the doors, and uh, you can get in there and uh, get all get settled in all the big seats and all that, the, the tables and all that, and then you'll be all set and ready to go for later on in the day. And you might want to bet a few horses before the uh, Super Bowl starts as well. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralph. Yeah, that was the suggestion I was going to make as you were talking about opening the ballroom at 10.30 since the uh, first uh, race goes off at 8.50 at Aqueduct. you got a couple hours to play horses at least before yeah. you settle for the Super Bowl. Yeah, maybe we can find out what the Clydesdales were betting yesterday. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what. Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to start with uh, the the check of the odds. Uh, while you and Jonathan were uh, talking, I, I usually go through some of my phone apps. Mm-hmm. And Ralph, uh, here it's um, still minus two, 47 and a half. But I can uh, honestly report that there is more than one book in town that has moved the line to minus two and a half San Francisco. Yeah, I'll never get to three, but two and a half is a pretty pretty ambitious as well. That's for sure. This This line has been holding very well. When you're talking about most of the people you talk about are just enamored with, uh, you know, the Kansas City team and and Kelsey and and Mahomes and all that. Uh, but yet uh, the line is holding and, you know, the line is only what the bookmakers uh, handicap the players because they are odds makers. They're not pickers. They're odds makers, although the, a lot of them will be picking personally. But their job is to uh, produce a line that they hope they'll get even action on both sides. So in that, they're handicapping the players to be betting a little bit more on San Francisco. And right now it's holding. It is holding, Ralph. And uh, if, you t- you know, if you have access to some of the, the programs that show the betting splits as far as handle and as far as number of bets, it's still heavily skewed toward the Kansas City Chiefs. Yet the bookmakers, uh, for the most part, have refused to move off the minus two. And uh, But now there's a couple that are at minus two and a half. Uh, tomorrow, the flood of money really comes in on Sunday. Probably starts first thing in the morning, and people just bet, bet, bet right until kickoff, which I guess is around 3.30 uh, Pacific time. And as you say, with, uh, you know, with, with the um, more tickets themselves, more play, people placing tickets on Kansas City, yet, uh, you know, they're, the, the, the line didn't come down for San Francisco. It went up. Only tells us one thing right now. Uh, those massive amounts of tickets are all kind of small bets compared to the big bets of hundreds of thousands of dollars and million dollar plays. And uh, I got to tell you, most of those got to be going on San Francisco because they're not moving that number. Well, you know, one angle geographically, Ralph, is the fact that we are so close to San Francisco and Northern California. And uh, there's a lot of money in Silicon Valley. If those folks come over here and uh, support the 49ers, I mean, uh, they're going to catch up in the amount of handle, maybe not in the number of bets, but at least in the amount of handle of some of those big players really take a shot. 
Well, now we get into the proposition bets, and right now they're saying the mix uh, between uh, the proposition bet, hold and handle, and the actual uh, game itself bets, the vanilla bet, I call it, is about a 50-50 right now because everybody uh, you know, that watch, watches the uh, Super Bowl, especially those who don't play football and sports all the time and understand the minus 110 to 100, or here at the uh, South Point, if you want to make a straight bet, it's minus 105 to the 100. So they're taking uh, half their uh, juice away from them and giving it back to the customer. But, uh, you know, a lot of people just want to throw around 10 and $20 bills and just have some fun at the uh, Super Bowl watching it with their friends, etc. I know a lot uh, of significant others out there got their pens ready to see if, if they can get a, a, a prop bet or two out of you. So what do you say? Well, you know, over the last couple of days, we've gone over some of the angles for getting more than the the minus 110. We've gone over, you know, who's scoring the touchdowns first and, you know, that kind of thing. And we also went into the, the if you could prognosticate the final score, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, I think today uh, we'll take a look at one of the last vestiges of, you know, getting some angles. And by the way, it's still not too late to pick up your South, South Point. Wait, no, hold on, hold on a second. Put that up again. You see, folks, you see all those little red marks? Those are highlighted of the bets that he's made so far, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, some of them are just bets that I want to talk about. Okay, let's do it. The angle I was going to talk about today was uh, alternate point spread props for, you know, the point spread Mm -hmm. and also for the total. Because if, uh, you know, right now it's minus two for the 49ers, 47 and a half. But if you think the game's going to be a little lopsided one way or another, you could take advantage of your, you know, your own handicapping skills. For example, if you think that either team is going to win by seven points instead of two points, uh, for example, uh, Kansas City at uh, minus six and a half as an alternate point spread plus 250, you know, that's a, that's a little extra change. And uh, for the 49ers, at minus six and a half plus 200. Now, if you want to go up a little more up the ladder, say if you think the, the 49ers are, or the uh, Kansas City is going to win by 11 points or more, if I take a look at the minus 10 and a half on the alternate point spread, the uh, San Francisco 49ers are plus 330, and the uh, Kansas City Chiefs at minus 10 and a half are plus 450. So, uh, you know, if you think the game's going to be a little more lopsided, uh, you could take advantage of those prop bets. Uh, the same thing goes with the total, Ralph. If you think that the uh, the game is going to be uh, close to the vest, a lot of field goals, not many touchdowns, uh, under over 35 and a half, uh, you can get uh, minus 600 for the over. You can get plus 450 for under. And, you know, this comes into play from time to time. If people remember a few years ago, the Super Bowl, between the Los Angeles Rams when Jared Goff was their quarterback yeah. and the New England Patriots, one of the six Super Bowls won by Brady and Belichick, the total was something like 51 or 51 and a half. The final score for that Super Bowl was 13 to three in yeah. New England. So, so, you know, these things do happen. Sometimes you, you game plan and, you know, you plot things out and uh, the game doesn't go the way that it's been scripted. That was one example where the total was off by almost 40 points. When you think about it, people who bet the over were, were sitting there at halftime knowing they had no chance. So, uh, the, you know, it, it can happen depending on how the games play out. Well, and, you know, uh, the good thing about the Super Bowl is if you are um, – if whatever you determine you think of how the game's going to go, if it isn't going that way by halftime, well, then there's all these halftime bets. You can jump in and try to correct uh, an earlier bet that you know you're going to lose – with a, an adjustment bet like the teams do at halftime, they adjust and, and players can adjust as well because there's, there's bets for practically every play in the Super Bowl somewhere on the prop sheet. And there, of course, there's plays for each quarter, uh, plays for individual players, etc. And some of the goofy stuff like, uh, will there be a two point uh, conversion? Who's going to get the first penalty? You know, all those things come into play. So it's uh, those are fun bets, though. And, and I, I want to remind everybody that uh, those are mostly fun bets. And it, and that's what it's all about. It's a celebration of the NFL and the big game, the Super Bowl, with the, the largest TV audience uh, anybody will get all year long, for sure. And uh, when you were talking about, like, the plus 250, here's the thing, folks. If you bet $10 on that play and it hits, you'll get $35 back. Your ten original ten dollars plus 
to, to uh, 25 extra. If you bet 100, then you get $350 uh, back. That's the plus 250. But it works whether you bet $10, $100, or $1,000. It doesn't matter. And it's going to be, uh, you know, a great game. All right. Now, Richie, I'm going to wait till tomorrow to ask you, you know, who you like actually in the game. But I got to, I got to, you know, ask you with all this, all these experts. And and this town is full with heavyweight people from every part of life, entertainment, sports, sports broadcasting, et cetera. This is the hub of the world right now, as far as uh, those people are concerned. You see famous people all over the place here, up and down the strip and, and beyond here in Las Vegas. But all of those suggestions and everything, eh, give me a little tease for a lean for tomorrow. What are you leaning towards? <laughs> well, I want to hit on two things real quick. If people follow me on Twitter, uh, I put out a couple of tweets which yeah. were, I think, enlightening. One of them was I, uh, I quoted uh, an article uh, from uh, Peter King, who was interviewing Kyle Shanahan, the coach of the uh, uh, San Francisco 49ers. And Shanahan is quoted in Peter King's article saying he cannot understand how people gamble on these games because he says, uh, I, you know, I, I know more about football than most people. And when I go into a game, I have a game plan. But, you know, I'm just paraphrasing right now. Uh-huh. But he says, a lot of times I'm 180% wrong. He says, how can people bet on this? And I thought it was kind of funny where, you know, one of the coaches of the uh, Super Bowl teams, uh, you know, sometimes he admits that he is wrong when he tries to game plan and, and make decisions during the course of a game. Uh, the other item I gave out was uh, I gave out some statistics involving uh, one of the sides, and uh, it, it's a pretty strong lean as far yeah, as, you know. I saw that. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I mean, do you want me to say it? or just, Yeah, or just, sure, absolutely, yeah. Well, the, the tweet I gave out was the fact that, uh, you know, people are betting uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, during this postseason because he has been an underdog in every game this postseason. And in his NFL career, he's been an underdog 13 games. His against the spread record is 11-1-1. and So that's pretty strong. And then another statistic that I found uh, was that the fact that Andy Reid, when he coached the Eagles mm-hmm. and when he coached now the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, when he has two weeks to prepare for a football game, two weeks, meaning it's either a bye during the regular season or we're talking about the postseason. He's, he's been in a number of Super Bowls now. Yeah. His straight up record is 22 and four. So, uh, t- take that what you will. Yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, the, the, those are good stats. That's for sure. And we're going to have uh, your final assessment tomorrow on Super Bowl Sunday. In the meantime, uh, give me a horse at San Nino. We'll let you go. Okay, let's go to race number four, Ralph. Uh, we got some maidens uh, going short on the grass. Six and a half furlongs, but it's not down the hill. It's mm-hmm. straight away. Uh, let's go with the number six, Jane Kenday. Uh, nine to five in the morning line, the Philip D'Amato. We always talk about how turf races, whether they're uh, yeah. maiden claimers all the way up to graded stakes races, they seem to go through the D'Amato barn. And mm-hmm. this horse ran huge first time, got beat by an inch. Flavion Pratt rides again. One step improvement gets the job done. Number six, Jane Kenday in the fourth at Santa Anita. Fourth race, Santa Anita, number six, Richie's pick. And uh, we'll get his uh, final assessment of what he thinks is going to happen in the Super Bowl 58 tomorrow. In the meantime, you can get Richie's uh, full selections for Santa Anita at uh, our website, uh, racedaylasvegas.com. Just hit Richie's icon. Thanks a lot, Rich. We'll talk to you on Super Bowl Day tomorrow. Hey, thanks, Ralph. Good luck, everybody. All right. We're coming back with John Lendo and Jerry Jackowitz. Don't go away. There's more to come on this Super Bowl Eve race day Las Vegas show from the South Point Studios. South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The 
Race Day Las Vegas show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All right. I want to remind you about some great shows also on the South Point Studios streaming at YouTube. They are, of course, Punchlines with Frank Nicotero. Now, Frank's been all over town this week getting uh, really juicy, nice guest uh, appearances and nice, uh, you know, spots for you as far as segments, etc. And uh, he'll be doing that throughout uh, tomorrow, I believe, as well. But Punchlines, his show is on weekdays, Monday through Friday from noon until one o'clock. You got to you got to watch Frankie's great. And, of course, Sports by the Book. My goodness, you need that. Seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 3 to 4 o'clock, Saturday and Sunday, uh, 8.30 to 10 a.m. They'll be on right after we're off the air at uh, 8 o'clock here. you got to get that. They'll give you the latest on all this good stuff. And certainly, they'll be uh, roaming tomorrow as well for uh, this uh, streaming uh, telecast and network. Uh, there'll be a lot of extra stuff on this network tomorrow as far as the uh, Super Bowl is concerned. Now we bring in uh, John Lindo standing by in Southern California. John, uh, we actually got racing today at San Nita. Oh, boy. It's only been a week. I'm glad to have it back. The sun's out today. It, it should be a beautiful day, and we are on the turf. Uh, Tom Quigley put on X or Twitter that uh, the turf will be listed as good. All races stay on the turf as scheduled. Now, John, your sheet at Gulfstream Park Thursday and Friday has been really hot. You had four top winners on Thursday on your sheet Five more yesterday. That's nine top winners on the Linda Report for Gulfstream Park out of only 18 races. And, of course, your Linda Report today refers back to Santa Anita. It is available here only at the South Point Racebook, the Linda Report covering all the races at Santa Anita, a suggested late pick four as you do. And, of course, uh, you're also offering a coast-to-coast pick five suggestion as well on the Santa Anita sheet today. Those uh, pick five races, of course, the ninth at Gulfstream, third at San Anita, 11th at Gulfstream, sixth at San Anita, seventh at San Anita. But boy, you've been hot. And the Lino Report is available here only at the South Point in Las Vegas in our race book here, free of charge exclusively for the racing fans because uh, they love horse players. Well, thanks, Ralph. Yeah, it was a good run last couple of days at Gulfstream, and uh, we like to get back at Santa Anita, and we're kind of flip-flopping between the two as as the day's off and the weather holds, so uh, I'm, I'm having fun with it and uh, cashing a few tickets. you darn right. You are like the winner you gave us yesterday at Gulfstream, a nice $12.80 winner and Naughty Favors, and Naughty Favors was ready to go yesterday, that was for sure. Yeah, we got uh, off the layoff there, and uh, just, uh, again, you, you read through the lines a little bit. They were dropping to make a little score. You ran, the trainer ran two in the race. This was the longer price on the board, went off the lower price of the two horses, so uh, she was well met. Now, I know that uh, you got, we're going to talk about the Las Virginias, which is one of the two Kentucky Oaks leaderboard uh, points uh, races today. Uh, there's another one at uh, uh, Tampa Bay, the Suncoast, and, of course, the Sam Davis. Do you have a thought about either one of those before we get to the Las Virginias? Well, as far as the Sam um, Sam Davis, F. Davis goes to Tampa, a, a sentimental pick for me in that race, which goes as uh, race number, is it race 10? Um, yes, it is. Race 10 at Tampa yes. Bay. I like the 11, Fulmineo. A horse came off the layoff last time, missed the break, moved early against a very slow pace, made the lead and got got nailed on, on the wire, but uh, came off the layoff. But, you know, sentimentally out of a out of a mare that i used to race uh you know and and so that's uh my my uh feeling I, i'm rooting for this horse every time he runs and I, I think he's got a chance today with a little bit more pace to set him up he's 15 to 1 on the program so i'll take a, ch- a shot with fulmineo in the sam f davis all right sam davis 10th race at tampa bay fulmineo look at the odds folks 15 to 1 oh yeah as we were talking about earlier it seems like the sam davis is a wide open race and uh, you handicappers, you and both uh, Jonathan are coming up with the horses in double-digit morning lines. You like the 11 in that 10th race at uh, at uh, Tampa Bay. And uh, now we'll go, I guess, uh, I, I'm sure you don't have a thought about the Suncoast in that uh, one there. Uh, I, I didn't put it uh, on, on a list of races just because Life Talk is 3-5, to five and I think she's the right filly, and I'm not, I'm not doing anybody favors given a horse that's going to be 2-5. to five. Yeah, and Life Talk, by the way, and the Kentucky Oaks leaderboard, uh, she's sitting in seventh place with 19 uh, points already. All right, the Las Virginias, fifth race on the card at Santa Anita, five Philly field, but it looks like it's going to come down to a chess game and a duel between the two favorites in Kinza and uh, Corian. Well, Kinza and Copian both 
have to prove that they can get two turns, but they act like they will. I like Copian coming off a nice win in, in the Santa Inez. She never got out of second gear. She was cruising that day. I think she's going to stretch out fine. Kinza, one of those Baffert horses that didn't take any betting first time out, usually his good ones, they get hammered. And I don't know if, they, if she surprised them or she surprised us, but uh, the way she ran and, and she's by Carpe Diem, she should handle two turns. If they hook up early, the other Baffert, nothing like you, is two for two going around the ground. And uh, she's the one that's proven at the mile. So uh, I, I just think uh, Copian going from uh, six and a half to seven to a mile today, I, I like the pattern. All right. You got a Copian you think is going to prevail in the Las Virginias and get those 20 Kentucky Oaks points uh, as well. Uh, and uh, in the uh, Las Virginias, Copian is your pick with Flavian Pratt aboard. That's the Bob Baffert training? No, that's Richard Mandela. Richard Mandela, yes. That's why she'll get the 20 points. Okay. Now we'll get your official pick and uh, let you go. Third race today is Santa Anita. Number four, El Rey Dorado stretches out. Got got hooked in a pace duel between horses sprinting last time. Got a little tired. Improving on numbers. He'll make the lead today. He'll dictate the pace, and he's bred to get the two turns. Four to one on the morning line. Number four, El Rey Dorado, race three, Santa Anita. Third race, Santa Anita, number four, El Rey Dorado, the four in the third race. And uh, that's uh, John Lindo's uh, pick for the race day listeners. Don't forget, you get the full Lindo report, suggested late pick four, and a coast-to-coast pick five that's really uh, uh, a bet that's really outperforming itself as far as the payoffs are concerned. All on one sheet, the Lindo report, only here, only here at the South Point free of charge. Hey, thanks a lot, John. Uh, we'll uh, maybe even ask you who you might like in the Super Bowl tomorrow. All right. Enjoy the nice, quiet weekend out there in Las Vegas. Yeah, right. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, John. <laughs> good luck. All right. Now it's time to go to Jerry Jackowitz standing by. Jerry, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Now, Jerry, uh, we went over yesterday when you had a pick. I suggested that you put a horse in with your link-ups, and it's because of the conversations you've had over the last couple of weeks as far as sharing ideas with people, and uh, looking for value plays among them. And so um, your key horse didn't get there, okay? Uh, the horse that I suggested did get there. But here's the kicker. Wait a minute. Here's the kicker. The kicker is if you got the uh, Jerry J's power pages, he had a V horse in this race. That V horse went off at 28 to 1. So when I was doing my uh, wagering, I uh, took a flyer. With the horse that I liked, your V horse, and your uh, key play box, those three in a an exacta box. Well, your key horse didn't get there. Your V horse ran second, and with the with the horse that I liked, that dollar exacta paid eighty six bucks. And this is exactly what uh, Jerry was trying to tell people: use your own thoughts as well as his product to come up with some good plays, right, Jerry? That's correct. In fact, a lot of people think that if they use the other person's play, they've somehow diminished themselves when they've actually expanded themselves. It, it, it's the craziest thing how the psychology of the game, um, our natural competitive psychology really works against us in terms of doing well. But when you start to include other people's ideas or at least be open to them, um, <laughs> good things happen. And, uh, you know, if you only bought the power page for five dollars for daily for one thing only to to find my V and my star horses, uh, you'd be doing yourself a, a huge favor. But yeah. you know, not not even I don't want to get on the soapbox. No, but not even a question about that, Jerry, because uh, uh, there's no way uh, I would have had that uh, did that box with that horse uh, beyond your key horse if it wasn't a V horse. And I looked up at the board; I said twenty eight to one. It's a V horse. You got to include this in the box. And sure enough, that's the, the way it came out, that's for sure. So uh, right. that is a prime example of using those ideas of what he was talking about. Now we can get that started. exactly with right. All right, now we can get yeah, started. And, also, Go ahead. and one other comment, that's one of the real good reasons about playing one race at a time, the advantage to playing one race at a time. You ran second with the V-horse and you cashed all that money to the other idea. If you didn't, um, it might not have gone. The V-horse might have been disappearing in the pick threes. Right. If you, anyway. Yeah, but, you're right. Yeah, okay. Right. Well, we'll start with Aqueduct. Yeah, let's start with Aqueduct today. Let's go to the uh, seventh race. Number eight, Chiki Kiko. This horse is fourth rated on the power page. I gave it a star. Um, 
in his in his last race, it looked to me like he went against the bias and really actually ran a really good race. And I think today we'll see the conditioning and this five-year-old gelding should really appreciate the conditioning from that and go forward. So I'm going to give the eight a shot. It's listed at 10 to one. Uh, maybe he'll go off up, up at eight or 10 to one. So that's a good value horse. I'm going to make a good win place bet on the eight, then come back with the eight over the three, four, five, and nine. Reverse three, four, five, and nine back over the eight. I will press up with the favorite just to make sure that I have a little extra money. So I'll bet an extra eight, five, five, eight. All right. The uh, seventh race at uh, Aqueduct, the eight is the key. Linkups are two, four, five, and nine and a reverse and, and another uh, five, eight, eight, five uh, because of the money management that you always say uh, you, you need to uh, make money. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, making money is important. Yeah, it sure is. All right, now we can go to uh, Aqueduct. I mean, right, I'm sorry, now we go to Santa Anita. Yeah. <laughs> let's go to the third race. Mm-hmm. My top-rated horse is El Rey Dorado. He's a star horse, and he has the one on the left side of his name, which means he's got early speed. And I think that early speed is really the key to this play. He's stretching out from six to six and a half and now to a mile over his last three races. This is two turns. I think he can handle two turns from a turf race he ran, and he should be loose and lonely on the front end, which might make him really comfortable and may be able to make him get the distance. At four to one, I think even down to five to two, I think it's a really reasonable bet. I'll take the four over the one, two, three, and seven, reverse those, but the four, El Rey Dorado, looks like an excellent win bet at anything above two to one. All right. Ding, 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 ding. John Lindo also likes that horse. So uh, we have two. I like when John likes my horse. Yeah. You you handicappers both landed on the same race for Santa Anita's pick today for the race they show. And when that happens, we call it the handicappers good seal of approval. So in the third race, you also like the four, El Rey Dorado. Your linkups are one, two, three, and seven and reverse. And, uh, of course, uh, that's going to be a key horse in that. I got to tell you, uh, Jerry, and as far as the morning line is concerned, there are two horses. There's one nine to five and five to two. Your horse is four to one. And uh, the other horses in the race have uh, low uh, odds as well. So I think you're going to be pretty much uh, holding uh, close to that four to one, maybe uh, seven to two. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, uh, the trainer is uh, Mick Ruiz, and maybe he won't grab as much money, but he's a capable man, and um, if he's got the right horse, he's going to get the money, and I think that's what he's got today. Oh, so yeah. We'll see. Nick, Mick, remember Mr. Ruiz and Boltior, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You like you know, there's a lot of these guys who don't win a lot. It's because they don't have the stock, but yeah. we, they get lucky enough to get somebody who's good, and all of a sudden, wow, they know how to train. Yeah, that's so, for sure. All right, Linda, uh, the uh, uh, power pages, and don't forget, folks, those V-horses on there and all the other good, uh, you know, uh, markings on there. Power pages for Aqueduct and Sanita today available at jerryjspowerpage.com. When we talk to you next, God willing, and the crick don't rise, we'll be here on Super Bowl Sunday for you. But for now, he's got one more thing to say. Say it, Jerry. Have a great race day, everybody for the Super Bowl tomorrow.